0: This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU TV and
1: BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Friday, September 11th. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan. 14 years ago today, America was suddenly and deliberately attacked. Amidst that tragedy in New York, acts of heroism, hundreds of them, have now arisen and come to light. Today, we remember and honor those heroes and what they fought to protect, along with those who continue to protect our country. September 11th, we will never forget.
2: And I'll never forget you know, where I was when I heard the news, and uh, I can't believe it's been 14 years uh, already, but... Yeah, we really appreciate everything that uh, everyone does in the Armed Forces. Um, you know, my, my parents weren't in it in 2001, but I was born on an Air Force base. My sister's been in the Air Force. So I, I it's a personal thing for me as well. I, I just really appreciate uh, what people do. Um, and, you know, uh, who is it, Mark McGrady on Twitter, came in studio, has served in the Middle East. I mean, I, I really appreciate uh, what people do, and, and today is... Today's a day where you remember and hopefully um, respect and can show that respect all, all year long. But September 11th is a day every year where you can take a moment and think about, think about it. And Chad Lewis, very cool thing, for, uh, runs the Y with a, uh, an American, an American flag. flag. So he did that this morning about two hours ago. Very, very
1: cool. Bottom line, our job, our status collectively as Americans, Awesome. We get to do what we do because of those who fight and protect a well-deserved rise and shout to our servicemen and women. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Taysom Hill, BYU quarterback, announcing that he is having surgery today on that Liz Frank injury. Last night he tweeted, quote, Thank you, Cougar Nation, and all those who have sent their well wishes and prayers. The first step to recovery starts tomorrow with surgery, end quote.
2: Fifth-ranked women's soccer beat Utah State last night in the 87th minute with a busy Phillips 56-yard goal. After her appearance on the show and the dramatic improbable goal last night, does anyone doubt the karma? Does anyone doubt the karma?
1: Freddie, I got about, our camera operator, shaking his head no. I got about 10 tweets like immediately yeah. after that happened. A few of them were saying, look, I, I always had my reservations. <laughs> now I'm all in on the karma.
2: Oh, my goodness. If you missed it, it was awesome. And it, and it won the game in the 87th minute. It was 0-0. Busy Phillips comes on the show. Several hours
1: later, boom, goes the Dynamite. BYU wins. We interviewed her after the game, and unprompted, she's like, it's all about that karma. I'm like, I told you. Everyone, I told you it was real. Everyone
2: said, you need to get Tanner Mangum on the show. He was sort of on the show. I talked to him Monday in the studio, so
1: we'll see what happens. Yeah, Busy Peace. asked if she could come on the show every week. <laughs> yeah, we need everyone in here. Every, they just come through just to get the karma. At Rocking the Y says this, Doubt your doubts before you doubt your BYU Sports Nation karma. Hashtag Busy Getting Busy. That's really deep and awesome. Holy cow. Number nine, BYU Women's Volleyball. Back to work tonight against Oregon State for a pair of matches against the Beavers this weekend. Starting... Tonight, Friday, BYU TV Live, 9 Eastern, Jerem Jordan on the call with Kristen Kozlowski.
2: That's what's up. And good luck to the seven Cougars in the NFL competing this weekend to open the season with the Lions, Dolphins, Cardinals, Giants, and Chiefs. Rise and shout one more time. It's time for What's
1: Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Boise State, Episode 6. Game day eve for BYU football tomorrow so this night. Turn of the Jedi. The Cougars host 20th-ranked Boise State in the 2015 home opener, live on ESPN2, 10.15 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Dave Lamont and Ray Bentley on the call. We'll talk to the analyst, Ray Bentley, in about 25 minutes. Jeremy, we have no shortage of impactful storylines surrounding Saturday's game, and we have picked out our top three headlines to get you set for kickoff. Starting with number one, welcome to big-time college football, Tanner Mangum. First career
2: start for the true freshman. At home, against the team that he rooted for growing up as well as BYU, uh, I mentioned it earlier in the week, but there's a picture of Tanner as a I don't know, he looks like fifteen or something uh, with a potato head, Boise State, potato head on, you know, I'm sure that's circulating this is this is interesting because the pressure's on for he to for him to beat a team he rooted for. Made the Hail Mary an improbable, incredible, amazing play last week. Guess what? that's over. It's time to beat Boise State. We'll all remember the Hail Mary from this season forever, but if BYU can beat Boise State and start two and zero, they are a ranked team tomorrow, or sorry, next week, and that would be quite the start for BYU. And I said a long time ago, if BYU went two and two in September, that would be awesome. Here you have your only home game of the month, and the opportunity
1: is there on ESPN two to make a splash. What does BYU Sports Nation expect from Tanner Mangum? And that brings us to today's Twitter question. I don't know where it is. What is your bold prediction for Tanner <laughs> Mangum is. in his first start <laughs> as BYU quarterback? Uh, I personally
2: use the hashtag BYU, send win. I I think that he'll throw for two fifty and rush for thirty something. IOP, IOP doesn't have to throw the ball fifty times though. BYU needs a running game, so my bold pr- is it that bold? Yeah, he's a true freshman against a ranked team. I think two fifty would be a good number.
1: My bold prediction is Tanner Mangum, in his first career home start against a ranked opponent, will find a way to win. I think that in and of itself, beating Boise State in your first start as a BYU quarterback, true freshman, to go to 2-0 and get BYU ranked, that's super bold. Yeah, and That's and, what and I'm
2: going with. And I don't... I don't want Tanner Mangum to have to win the game for BYU. I think the defense needs to make some plays and hook her brother up. I think the rushing offense needs to help Tanner Mangum. If it's all on Tanner Mangum's shoulder, and I trust the, I trust him, even though he's young, but we just haven't seen a ton yet, right? He's going to be very good, but how quickly? This is a big test. So if the defense can force some turnovers, if special teams could do something, if Trevor Sampson could nail all his kicks, and maybe BYU gets to the 32 and they do nail like a, a long 40 Uh, low 50s that would all help Tanner if you're trying to lean you remember last year Christian Stewart came into the game it was like just chucked the ball and everyone leaned on Christian Stewart to win the game he was a senior and they were leaning on him don't lean on just
1: Tanner Mangum's ability to throw the ball what does quarterbacks coach Jason Beck expect better yet what's his plan we talked to him earlier this earlier this week
0: Yeah, we have to adjust it. Uh, We have to simplify it, obviously play to his strengths more. And really, it's just with any quarterback you got in there, you just want to play to their strengths. So you take the playbook and you uh, adapt it to what they do best to put them in the best situation to be successful with the, the 10 guys around them.
1: It always helps when the head coach backs you as well, Jerem. Let's remind everyone how Bronco Mendenhall feels about Tanner Mangum. Love, love, love. Continue loves. There you go. So much love going on right now. From his quarterback coach and his head coach, Tanner Mangum making his first start. Headline number two. BYU getting some key players back after the one game suspensions. Sione Takitaki, linebacker, sophomore, and Kainakua. The safety and BYU's pass defense last week was suspect. Jerem, how much of an impact do you expect? Sione Takitaki Taki, and Kai Nakua to have on this BYU defense tomorrow night.
2: Nakua is the quarterback of the defense. He's a bigger impact uh, player than Takitaki. Takitaki Taki would be possibly the starting will linebacker maybe tomorrow, but Bronco Mendenhall identified Takitaki Taki as BYU's second best, or maybe he said best, pass rusher. One of the two best. With Bronson Kafuzi. He needs, to be, he needs to have an impact and uh, sack Ryan Finley in the backfield and help those linebackers out. Kai Nakua should have a major and immediate impact on that BYU secondary because that's the group that's had the least experience returning. Somehow they got it done last week in Nebraska enough. They struggled, but uh, Kai Nakua should hopefully make some plays. He's a former quarterback in high school. He's a ball hawk.
1: I think he's going to have a couple picks this year. Maybe he has one tomorrow. This is key for Kai to come back tomorrow because Jordan Prater is banged up. We don't know how effective Jordan can be in whatever role he's playing in that secondary. He played in his, spot. he got the start in Kai's spot against Nebraska. He was cross training there. Matt Hadley, Wadsworth, they all played. Kai Nakua back will make a difference because he knows the drill. He knows the played motions. a bunch last year when Craig Bills got hurt. And I'm gathering that he will. Feel that much more confident because he's not facing an experienced return starter quarterback like Tommy Armstrong was for Nebraska, guy who's been there for a long time. He gets to face Ryan Finley now.
2: But I did like Finley last week. I mean, he didn't, he didn't throw for a gajillion yards, but I, I liked Finley in the pocket. I thought he was pretty good. I, I think Finley can make some plays, and he's a threat to do something tomorrow. Serviceable.
1: He's a serviceable I quarterback. Think, I
2: think he's more than that. Okay. I mean, there's not a lot of volume there, but just... How you look on the field, He looked pretty good.
1: I asked linebacker Fred Warner yesterday about the return of his two notable teammates, Kai Nakua and Sione Takitaki, and what he expects when they get on the field for the first time this year.
2: I think it'll make a, a pretty big difference, actually. Uh, Kai is one of our leaders on our defense. Uh, as a safety, he's
1: a playmaker. He's very fluid
2: with everything he does. Uh, Sione, playmaker, is the first word that comes to mind. A uh, very good pass rusher. You know, exciting to watch. So, those are two guys that I think will make a big impact. Playmaking ability. Okay. Like I said, don't just lean on, if BYE leans on Tanner Mangum's right arm to win the game, that's going to be trouble, in my opinion. You need more to that. It's a team game. You need, you need the, the running backs to show up. You need the receivers to make plays. You need the defense to show up and make some plays, force some turnovers, get some points. Special teams bring it. If it's a team game, I think BYU can beat Boy State. If it's just Tanner Mangum versus Boy State, that's going to be tough.
1: BYU without nose tackle Travis Tuiloma, who was an absolute disruptor in that first game against Nebraska. But they do get Nakua and Taki Taki back. How will that dynamic play out? Headline number three. The BYU offense matched up to what looks like, at least in the first game, a very experienced and confident Boise State defense that shut down a P5 team in Washington. Can BYU score against Boise State's defense? This brings us to the stat of the day.
2: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Boise State had 22 interceptions last year. 22! They are good in the in the uh, secondary. Darian Thompson, legit player. This guy could be an All-American. Watch out for him. I, Dante
1: Dion, another talented defensive Jamal Williams' back.
2: best friend, um, Dante Dion. They calls him his brother. And I was confused like a year ago. I said, is he actually your brother somehow? Yeah. And I was like... No, I mean like by blood. He's like, oh no, I'm like oh okay, that's what I meant by brother. They're good back there. Now, now when you look at total defense and scoring defense, they were eight spots behind BYU in both of those. How many points you give up per game and yards? Okay, so explain that. So so BYU was seventy first in the country in scoring defense, twenty seven point five a game. Okay, Boise State sixty third total defense. How many yards you allow? Three three hundred ninety one point five. BYU was fifty sixth. Boise State eight spots in front. So not so that much they of a were difference. A similar defense statistically. In the games they played, but the difference with Boise State and the reason they won 12 games is they forced more turnovers. They were top 10 in fumble recoveries and number three in
1: interceptions. That can lead to points, and that is the point of the game. Not only that, but momentum. Turnovers create momentum. See last week when Nate Gary intercepted Taysom Hill, BYU in control of that game, and then all of a sudden it was like Nebraska right back there, crowd Excited once again. It, it, they're momentum shifters, and when you create a lot of turnovers, that's always going to always going to work in your favor. To me, the primary
2: matchup in the game tomorrow is BYU's BYU's receivers versus Boise State's secondary. Can those receivers, the tall trio, have an impact in this game? Can Nick Kurtz, Mitch Matthews, turn How can company get it done? Can Tanner Mangum get him the ball? Can BYU win the turnover battle? Can BYU's defense force some turnovers
1: and get some easy points for the Cougars? I asked Taron Houck about that. Hey, Boise State's defenders, you know, they're, they're having some fun, some smack talk. They say, you know, the taller they are, the harder they fall. And he said, we'll still catch it over them. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> Taron Houck, man. He's,
2: he's the guy now. He's that guy. He's hugging refs. He's doing everything.
1: Taron Houck hoping that his freshman quarterback, Tanner Mangum, is on point tomorrow night. Our Twitter question today, what is your bold prediction for Tanner Mangum in his first start as BYU quarterback? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At Twiggy or Stone, Tanner Mangum will not have much to do because the running backs will go for 200-plus rushing yards. There will be no turnovers.
2: That's extremely bold. The 200 would be an excellent number for BYU in the rush game.
1: 200 rushing yards against then, Boise State, And defense. then BYU won't
2: have any turnovers? Any in a game is really With good. Those are true both very freshman, bold. True freshman quarterback. Hey! We asked for bold, he gave us bold, man. Or she, I don't know. Who was it? Twiggy or stone? I don't I don't know what gender a lot of these people are. That's man,
1: that is bold in all <laughs> caps. I'm sorry, Holy I don't know what cap. gender you are. At big DXPC. He will win as a starter. We have the suspended people uh, suspended players back that help very much. So a lot of stock in Taki Taki and Nakua coming back.
2: Yeah. And they need to make plays, they need to have an impact right away. And BYU's got to play better defense, be in a position to help Tanner. Mangum. I can't say it enough. It can't
1: be Tanner Mangum versus Boise state. It's got to be BYU. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join us on BYU sports nation. There goes Spuddy buddy. And Spuddy buddy is once again off the set. See ya. Up next, the voice of Boise state football, Bob Beeler. Did the Broncos view BYU as a rival? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. You can always use that hashtag BYUSN.
2: Counting down to kickoff, our free game show is live tomorrow night at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. It's the only place you can tune in to watch BYU warm-up live. We'll walk you through all the storylines. You'll hear from the field, the booth, the set. It's going to be awesome. 20th ranked Boise State and BYU tomorrow night at 9 Eastern on BYU
1: TV. Twitter question today. What are your bold predictions for Tanner Mangum in his first start as BYU quarterback at Josh Landon? At the Josh Landon says, I honestly say that he will have a 300 yard passing game, but the offensive line needs to sustain the pocket with a pesky Boise defense.
2: The only true freshman to have great success like that to ever start a game, not true, sorry, just straight freshman. To ever do that, Ty Detmer, who eventually wins Heisman. He threw for three thirty three in his first game against New Mexico. BYU won sixty five nothing. It's twentieth ranked Boise State people. Two fifty would be a ton. That's my bold <laughs>
1: prediction. Two fifty passing. Joining us now is the voice of the Boise State Broncos, Bob Beeler, via the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Bob, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Great, I guess we're going to do this quite a few years in a row. Yeah, you know, it seems like we're playing every year until 2094 or something like that. 2023 technically, but yeah.
2: Bob, this is my favorite series that BYU's hooked up. I don't know how Boise State fans feel about it, but it's great to play Boise State every year and get the other team on the home field. What's it like, What's it like in your opinion, playing BYU every year?
0: Yeah, I think it's great because, you know, it's a road game. A lot of teams in the West, you know, are so spread out geographically. It's, it's a road trip that you know people from Boise can make down to Provo and and vice versa there's a lot of BYU fans you know in Idaho so i think it is a great series and and maybe the best thing is both teams are usually good they end up with good games the last two games in the series haven't been that good the the better team has been at home and has dominated but uh, i have a feeling that uh, tomorrow's game is going to look more like that 7-6 game we saw in uh, 3 seasons ago
1: Yeah, the low scoring thing is something that we talked about on the show, and I talked about it with you uh, when I did my radio hit yesterday, Bob. These two young quarterbacks matching up against each other. Can you even give an advantage to either one of those young quarterbacks making either a first road start or a first home start?
0: No, I don't think so. I think both guys are going to need help around them. I I think that both lines are going to have to help them. I think both running games are going to have to help them and I think both receivers are going to have to help them. I think, you know, I think if anybody thinks that either Finley or Mangum is going to go out and win the game on, on their own, I mean, there aren't that many quarterbacks that can do that, even in the pros that can do that. So, you know, I, I think it's going to have to be a group effort, but I look at both sides defensively and think, I know for Boise State, as a matter of fact, defense is the better side of the football. And, and I think BYU's defense is just as stout. I know you guys were running out some numbers last year, how close the two teams were defensively. Uh, I think both offenses are going to have some trouble.
2: I just noticed on a graphic we have up on, uh, for you that you're 62 and 5. Boise State's 62 and 5 when you call the games. You've only called five losses
0: <laughs> since 08? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Of course, my first four <laughs> years coincided with Kellen Moore, so that was nice. that was pretty. No, I know I've lost more than five because they were eight and five in 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 twenty thirteen.
2: Okay, I was I was going to say, wow, that's that's quite the record. But Boise State, I think it's I, less than ten. Less than ten. Wow, that's that's amazing. Okay, the matchup's interesting because here you have this kid, this twenty two year old kid from Eagle, Idaho. Who was a Boise State fan? There are pictures of him wearing Boise State gear. Whatever. Now he's playing Boise State as the BYU quarterback. Unfortunately, because Taysom Hill is injured and out for the year. What's it like in Boise right now, having the kid from Boise play against Boise this weekend?
0: People are excited about that. They remember him as a star at Eagle High School. We had him on our radio show yesterday. His coach, uh, you know, talking about you know the things that you know make Tanner special and make Tanner a guy he thought would you know do very well in college football. I just think. You know, for Boise State's first two games, you had the first game with the uh, former coach Chris Peterson returning to Boise as the top storyline, and now in the second game, you've got this matchup of two teams that are one and O, two teams that I think think that they can be pretty good. Whoever wins is probably going to be in the top 25 next week. Boise State is there now. A BYU win, and they'll probably switch places. A Boise State win, and they probably scoot a little higher up into the into the top 20. And now you throw in the fact that you've got a freshman quarterback coming in for the injured superstar. And, oh, by the way, the freshman quarterback is from the hometown. So, yeah, I just think it certainly adds adds interest and fuel, and I'm sure ESPN2 will be thrilled with that storyline.
1: It's not hard to find storylines, given uh, everything that happened for Boise State and for BYU just a week ago, but they have now turned the page. They match up tomorrow night on ESPN2. We're talking with Bob Beeler, the voice of the Boise State Broncos on BYU Sports Nation. This is going to be a tough question to answer, But I really want your opinion, so I'm going to ask it anyway. Which team has more on the line tomorrow night?
0: Well, I know more what Boise State has, so I'm going to say Boise State. I think if Boise State wants to get to one of those New Year Six bowl games, I think they're going to have to win this game against BYU because I think it's going to be their best win of the season by far. And, you know, when you get to that spot for New Year Six, you're competing with the other, assuming you can win your conference, which is easier said than done, especially uh, on September 11th. Um, I think that Boise State has more to gain from it BYU, I think, in order to get in a New Year's Bowl, they have to be in the top four, if I'm not mistaken, or be invited as an at large. But I think maybe Boise State has a little more on the line than BYU, would be what I would say.
2: And last year was a a two loss year, but a New Year's six year with the G5, uh, you know, highest G5 ranking invite to the Fiesta Bowl. Fantastic win over Arizona. Grant Hedrick, Jay Ajayi, huge pieces of that team. How how have uh, Ryan Finley and Jeremy McNichols and those guys kind of how is how did the offense look against Washington?
0: Uh first half or second half? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start so with the, the first, first half. First half they uh, looked really good. First half they had, you know, over 250 yards and 16 points. In the second half they had 83 yards and no points. So, um and, and, again, it goes back to a lot of other things. You talk about the line. You talk about the receivers. I mean, in the second half, they should have hit a bomb for a touchdown right off the fingertips of Chaz Anderson. You know, maybe Finley could have thrown it a little shorter. Maybe Anderson could have held on. I mean, you know, it was so close, that all of a sudden you're talking about a different game. But that's football. You know, you make a key play here and there. and Obviously, BYU knows that last week, uh, making the key play, as the clock said, zero, zero, zero. 0 um, but I think the three running backs filling in for Jay did in the first game a nice job. You got 89 yards out of McNichols, you got 48 out of Young, and you got 20 out of Demas. So, you know, that added up pretty good. Uh, I think Finley filling in for a senior quarterback, you know, he didn't do as well. I mean, I'll remember maybe the BYU fans will too. Grant Hedrick's first start, very similar to Tanner Mangum's. Uh, Hedrick started that 37-20 loss uh, down there two seasons ago. He came in in relief and played well against Nevada the week before and then did not do very well down in the, in Provo, so um, we'll see if, if that you know, holds to you know maybe what will happen to Manga, maybe not Manga. Maybe we'll we'll light it up in his first start. Uh, that remains to be seen tomorrow night. But I, I think that Boise State, for the offense to be where they need to be, needs Finley to progress. The old football adage: you improve the most from week one to week two, and and I'm I'm sure that Boise State would love to see that happen.
1: We've talked a ton about uh, the B, the Boise State defense, rather. And collectively, how talented and experienced they are. Who are some of the playmakers on the defensive side of the ball that BYU fans should be aware of and that will notice tomorrow night?
0: Well, Jeremy, you mentioned Darian Thompson at pre-safety. He, he's basically in his fourth year starting. He started the second half of his redshirt freshman year. Uh, had an interception last week. He now uh, is you know, creeping up to the record for Mountain West interceptions, which is 18. He has 15. He quarterbacks the defense at the free safety. You mentioned Dante Dion on the corner. Not a very big guy, 5'9", 155, but really a very good cover corner. The linebackers, Vallejo and Weaver, very active, make a lot of tackles. And the defensive line, Kamale Correa is the guy that's the playmaker on the outside, and uh, he's a guy that you'll have to block. He sometimes will stand up and look more like a linebacker, and sometimes you know, he'll put his hand on the dirt and uh, come in and, and pass rush that way. So they've got a lot of people. They've got a lot of depth. Um, I don't know if they have the star power of the team in 2011 when they sent four defensive linemen to the pros, but this team is extremely deep, extremely talented. You know, I don't know if it's the best defense Boise State's ever had, but I think it's going to be in the discussion.
2: What are some other matchups that you're looking forward to seeing Saturday night?
0: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the receivers for BYU against the Broncos secondary. I think that uh, Boise State did a good job against them last year, did not do a good job against them uh, two years ago. And then I think in every football game, the the matchup that goes under the radar every time is offensive line versus defensive line. I look at the lines, and I think BYU's lines are far superior to what Washington put out last week, and uh, I think that that will be a factor. Boise State with a very experienced offensive line in addition to a very experienced defensive line. So I think if people have binoculars at the stadium, uh, sometimes you're looking at the quarterbacks, you're looking at the running backs. But, But I think the winner of the game is going to be the team that can control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball.
1: Bob Beeler, the voice of the Boise State Broncos. Follow him on Twitter, at BSU. Bob will end with a yes-no question. Bob, is this a rivalry game?
0: I think it will be. I think it's starting to get there. I mean, only six games have been played. I think you need some barn burners to, to really stoke it as a rivalry. I think you need a, a finish like, uh, you know, the 7 6 game, you know, where BYU goes for two and doesn't get it, or the Hail Mary game like you guys had last week. You know, the last two games really weren't that, that fun to watch. Boise State dominated last year, BYU dominated. So, in a long answer, I don't, I don't think it's yes or no, but I think it's heading to yes.
1: Okay, very good. Bob, great to talk to you again. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a good call. Thank you, guys. Bob Beeler on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future.
2: Bob and I agree, based on yesterday's trending topic. I said no. You could say yes, but not really. It needs more you know, to it. But you're always going to play it. <laughs> Boy, you say
1: what eight? at least eight more times? Eight more times. Is tomorrow night one of those nights where another strong so. memory sure. is created? Yeah. That would add to that rivalry discussion, whether it is or not. Or do you really want BYU to dominate, Jerem? Let's be honest. I love winning. I don't care how. <laughs> Up next, Ray Bentley, former NFL linebacker and ESPN analyst. He'll call the game tomorrow night. We sit down with him in Studio B. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. Moving pictures on BYU TV. Presented by the BYU Store. The official outfitter, Of BYU fans everywhere.
2: Ninth-ranked women's volleyball is in action again tonight against Oregon State, who made the Sweet 16 last year. Nine Eastern time, watch that live on BYU TV. Don't sleep
1: on Oregon State. No, they almost did on Idaho State. Who went to the Sweet 16 as well on Wednesday but got the five-set win? BYU volleyball back to work tonight. And we are back to work in Studio B with ESPN College football analyst and former NFL linebacker Ray Bentley. Ray, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you, guys. Glad to be here. I want to start with Jerem's hair, first of all. If there's a man that knows what a great mullet is like, right. we've seen pictures,
3: Ray. You had a, you had a sweet <laughs> oh, mullet. Oh, yes, is, known for is it. Is Jerem getting there? Yeah, he's, he's got a little party going on in the back, but he needs a little more business in the front, I think. But it's, it's close, uh, quasi-mullet, and, I guess I'd call it. And this is BYU. You for, know, yeah, so for, I, the, I for this area, it's, it's, this is rebellious. That's a raging mullet. Yeah, this is. This he this says is he's not going to cut
1: it until BYU loses. <laughs> so I hope he has right. a. Yeah, that could get long. Long flowing
2: that could get hair, long. You say? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. So BYU with this, you know, incredible comeback win last week. Now they start a true freshman quarterback. What do you think of the matchup uh, on face value with Boise State and BYU?
3: I think it's a exciting matchup. Looking forward to it. You know, I watched uh, Boise's first game, and their defense impressed me. The man, they flew around the field. It'll be interesting to see how they match up against what I expect to be uh, primarily a short passing game. You know, BYU always takes their shots down the field, and, and uh, I believe Tanner is pretty good at that. We saw what he can do with the ball, throwing it around. Um, but can they get something going on the running game? That's, that's the Cougars issue to me, I think. And now, you know, you don't have Taysom Hill and his 90-plus yards that he uh, really kind of changed the game last week. Uh, I don't know if uh, Mangum can do that or not. We'll find out. But they've got to find a way to run the football to, I think, you know, just slow the game down and, and have a physical presence. I know it's going to be a physical game. I'm also looking forward to BYU's defense getting uh, Kai Nakua back. I thought there was, a, a, for lack of a better description, a poor safety play last week. You know, And they ran four or five different guys in the, into that spot to try to get something out of it. He will solidify that defense, which got better throughout the game against Nebraska. Um, they had some lapses, but you could see lights coming on a little bit. And uh, they played very well at the end when they had to and made some stops. So this is a toss-up to me. It should be a good one.
1: Let's start with the running game specifically for BYU. As you mentioned, it was shut down against a very good Nebraska right. defensive front. I mean, a couple of those guys are going to play in the league. Malik Collins, Vincent Valentine. Is Where does Boise State's defensive line rate compared to that Nebraska front four?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I think a different uh, style of guys um, in Boise, it's a uh, – a slashing-type defense, slanting, where the line's going to uh, use their quicks to get up into gaps, and, and the linebackers are flying up into other gaps. And, and if they play it well, then there's nowhere to run. But it also it's a double-edged sword because if one guy doesn't get his gap, it can bust out the other end. Um, but the defensive line, to, to uh, talk specifically about your question – for, B, for Boise State, it's very good. They've got uh, Tyler Horn, who, number 69, flies around. He's outstanding. Armin Nance, number 40, is a very good defensive inside guy. And they got some depth, too. So it will be a challenge for sure.
2: With BYU, the threat of the run with Taysom Hill was over there, always there. So that kind of neutralized not having any kind of run game last week. Do you think that BYU uh, will st- – I-, I think they'll still try and establish a run game. But mm-hmm. are they going to let the true freshman, Tanner Megan, maybe throw it 45-plus? Or is that a dangerous place to be?
3: <sighs> you know, I think they may have to. You know, if they can't run the football, then that's what they got to do. I mean, you have to move the ball, whatever's there. And I guarantee you, Boise's going to come up and try to take the run away. That's, every defensive coordinator worth his salt will tell you that's the first thing they do. When you start your game planning, everything, it's all about stopping the run, get that other team one dimensional, and then you can come after them. So, and if, if BYU cannot establish a running game, then, yeah, you might see the youngster throw it 45, 50 times, which would be fun.
1: Ray Bentley, ESPN college football analyst, played six years for the Buffalo Bills, NFL linebacker with us in Studio B. As we look at BYU and 20th-ranked Boise State tomorrow night on ESPN2, Ray will call the game with Dave Lamont on ESPN. Let's talk about the quarterbacks now. You look at Ryan Finley, who is making his first road start, his second career start as Boise's guy, and Tanner Mangum is making his first home start, Obviously, he had the heroic play against Nebraska. They're kind of in the same position. So who has the quarterback edge tomorrow night?
3: I don't know, but if I'm playing defense, I'm licking my chops. (laughs) On
1: both sides? Yeah, absolutely.
3: You you got some, some youngsters out there you might be able to do a little something with. Um, It's interesting because I thought Ryan Finley played extremely well in in a lot of respects for Boise last week. His pocket presence was outstanding. Uh, The way he had had the field, moved away from rush and bought time to throw passes and then also to scramble. He had a lot of nice plays doing that. One thing they didn't do was throw the ball down the field a whole lot. They're going to have to develop that, and I think that's sometimes a young quarterback Uh, isn't willing or doesn't have the confidence yet to sit in that pocket and wait for things to develop. And, yeah, you're going to have to take a hit or two, but you got to sit in there and get rid of that ball at the right time and, and, you know – you'll probably get better at it you know guys improve from week 1 to week 2 uh, that's the most dramatic improvement especially guys that haven't played because you don't there's no way you can simulate the speed of the game in a practice setting and it's it's faster it's different and you know it's interesting though cuz some guys they're actually more comfortable with that faster tempo. That's, that's where they fit. Other guys, it takes a while to get used to it and, and develop into it. Um, I think it's too early to tell with, with these two youngsters, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm real impressed with Mangum's arm. He, he's he got a howitzer. He can make all the throws and gets it out quick. Uh, looks, looks pretty doing it, you know, one of those guys. So if he can get – I guess a little calmness to him. I thought his feet got happy uh, early. There was one play in particular where he dropped back and looked around. Nothing was there. And he did a Three Stooges little whoop, 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 360. Nobody around him. Turned a full 360 and then sat back in the pocket (laughs) and then found somebody. Once he gets settled, he'll just sit there and hold the ball and look around instead of them feet getting all happy. And, and, you know, he can do a, a Tom Brady where you stand tall in the pocket. If he can get to that point quickly, he's got all the other tools. Ray,
2: BYU fans expect a lot of Tanner Mangum because they've been here in typical BYU fashion. They've heard about this kid for like six years, you know, before he mm-hmm. even gets here. Uh, he was an Elite 11 co-MVP with Jameis Winston. Someone tweeted to me, hey, maybe Heisman in a national championship at some point. And I said, oh, my goodness, like, <laughs> slow your roll. What, what should BYU fans expect in his first start as a true freshman? What's a realistic expectation?
3: Um, well, I think you got a little taste of it and what you saw last week in the fourth quarter and he played one series in the second quarter, you're going to get some some stuff that will make you think Heisman and, and make you think national championship. And then you'll also get some stuff where you're like, oh, no, what did he just do? <laughs> so it just depends on how quickly he can get rid of some of those bad plays. And and to me, honestly, it's about him getting comfortable in there. He did not look comfortable. Now, I do believe that he'll have a surge of confidence based on the result from last week. And uh, I know a lot of people have been giving him attaboys this week and all that. And be careful listening to all that stuff. But I, I do think he will have a, a high of confidence riding into this thing. And if things go well early, you know, this, this could, it could be the start of something big.
1: Ray Bentley of ESPN will call the game on ESPN2. BYU Boise State tomorrow night, 10.15 p.m. Eastern, 8.15 Mountain Time kickoff. Who has more on the line tomorrow, Boise State or BYU? The Broncos are kind of the king of – well, they are the king of the G5. BYU is an independent trying to establish itself, make itself more attractive to those Power 5 conferences.
3: Who has more on the line yeah, tonight? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a good guy to ask a question like that because I, I've always believed you've got everything you've got on the line every time you go out. Um, but uh, looking at it, it – it's hard, it's a flip of the coin because you look at Boise State and they have an actual chance to run the table and win all their games if they can get by this one. This is really maybe the biggest test that they have left. And also BYU, you know, they've got aspirations to do things and, and there's a lot of games on their schedule that look good in their favor. So it's not a game either of them can afford to lose. I can put it that way.
2: When you look at uh, Boise State, and obviously uh, the stakes are high, do you see if BYU beats Boise State and starts 2-0 and with wins against Nebraska and Boise State, are they ranked next week? Any reason not to have BYU ranked next week?
3: Yeah, some of that will depend on what happens to some of those other teams, but they should be at least in the uh, you know, getting votes category and, and up there in the, in the mention area. But it doesn't get any easier. You, know, you go to UCLA and then Michigan after that. Now they come through that unscathed, then you're talking about a ranked football team.
1: Bronco Mendenhall has made himself uh, one of the defensive geniuses of college football with his track record. Uh, he does a, a good job with a bend-don't-break philosophy, forces other teams to really have to work hard to beat him with the defense he puts on the field. You're a defensive guy. If you were to play under Bronco Mendenhall's 3-4,
3: what, what position would you want to play under Bronco? Yeah, usually I'm called offensive. Or is it offensive? <laughs> 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 I, I tell you, I love what the Bronco does with with his defense. Um, I've watched them a lot of years, and I'm I come out of a three-four type odd system myself, so I recognize a lot of the different things that that they do. It gives you. So many different angles to blitz from and, and really attack an offense. And I know when that type of defense is, is playing well, they're on the attack. And, and Boise is the same exact thing, which I think is interesting because you have two, you know, 30 fronts, uh, odd fronts, whatever you want to call them, going head to head. And that, you know, in this day and age in football, although I think it is starting to trend back to more of uh, teams having both ready for a ball game instead of just majoring in one. But primarily it's a four-man front deal. And both these outfits can do that and do. But I love to see the odd defense because I can put myself back on the field into those linebacker shoes and see how things develop and and, uh, watch guys play. And I get a kick out of that. And Broncos, you know, what he did last week, uh, Nebraska was chewing him up and and gashing him with some things. And he made a few adjustments. uh, And you could see it on the the film. and, And it made a big difference. And I think guys got a little confidence with that when they started to make some plays, and it snowballed, and they played pretty well in the second half.
2: We heard you uh, just wrote a book.
3: Tell us about uh, your work. Well, uh, I got fired from a radio job last December, and I uh, had some time on my hands, and I had been playing with this manuscript for 20 years, literally, and I decided that was time to get it done. And it's a story about Jack Driftwood, an 18-year veteran of the North American Football Association, (NAFA), playing for the Buffalo Blizzard, and, you know, I, I know a little bit about playing linebacker in Buffalo. So it takes Jack through the season um, and also gets quite involved with the offseason uh, his life. There's an old owner in Buffalo who's worried about the team moving after he leaves, after he's gone. Sound familiar? Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah, well, I, I was smart enough to pick up on that. <laughs> but he brings his daughter in to run the franchise. And her and Driftwood kind of fall in love. And then the general manager of the team has been trying to steal the team from the old owner for you know, almost a decade now. So he's going to try and get his hooks into the, his daughter, and you know maybe uh, take the team in that regard. So he's him and Driftwood clash on or off the field, and they 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 fight together on the field to try to win a Mega Bowl championship. So it's a lot of fun if you're a football fan and you like a good read. He, well, I can't tell you anymore. I mean, get yourself a copy of Driftwood. They're available okay. on Amazon. And uh, you can go to fivecountpub.com. That's my publisher. And uh, check it out there as well.
1: Ray, great to have you in Studio B. I know you played the majority of your career with the Buffalo Bills, but you ended with Cincinnati. And I think I'm one of three Bengals fans in the state of Utah. Is that right? So I feel like I have a connection with you. you know, this guy. I'm go. the
3: only uh, Bengal to ever retire undefeated. I played the first two games. We won them, blew my knee out, and never played there again. But, hey, I'm
1: – What a way
3: to go out. Right? Yeah, went out on top. A walk-off right. in your career. <laughs> yeah. Ray,
1: uh, have a good call tomorrow night, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
3: All right. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks, Jaren.
1: Ray Bentley of ESPN with us in Studio B. He'll call the game with Dave Lamont tomorrow night, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Countdown to kickoff starts at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, live on BYU TV. Up next. Do you know Boise State? I mean, do you really know Boise State? I don't know you. I didn't know you were a Bengals fan. Stop it. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live on a Friday. From Studio B, remember, if you miss today's episode or any live episode of BYU Sports Nation, watch the rebroadcast weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV.
2: Party people, we have a Twitter game day game face contest going on. Follow at BYU Sports Nation on the Twitter machine and use the hashtag BYUSN. And for the Boise State and or the UCLA game, tweet us a photo of your best game face on game day. It could you could tweet it any day you want, but just from game day. Okay, your chance to win BYU Sports Nation swag and a Lavelle Edwards signed football.
1: Awesome. I'm just thinking about whoop. There it is. Party people. Wait, was it whoop or whoop? Tag team back again. It's whoop. It's whoop. Yes. I thought it was whoop. There it is. Can we confirm Can this, we, yeah, somebody? Who, Can we confirm this? Whoop or whoop? What the <laughs> heck? It is an M, Jerem. There's a whoop. Come on, I'm asking, man. I'm asking the Google. Of course you are. Woomp. Spencer Spencer There it right. is. I always thought it was Spencer woomp. is right. Whoop. There it is. I was about to play that. We don't have the rights to that. Yeah, okay. You know what we do have the rights to do?
2: Play Know the Foe. BYU Sports Nation asks Do you know the foe? Dude, it has been so long since we've done this. Like six months
1: with hoops? Did we it's, even it's do good it during the good good season? Back, I can't it? remember. It's good to be back. Yeah.
2: I love this. You go first. Oh, okay, okay. So we we tri- uh, quiz each other on random facts about the other team. Don't look at my computer. I'm not
1: looking at your Which computer. Which of these You're was so not paranoid. a
2: name for Boise State in the past? Boise okay. State College, Boise College, Boise Junior College, or
1: Donkey Teeth University? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to go with Key. Uh, D. Key and P. That's all Donkey Teeth. That is correct. There we go. Hey, jam number one. True or false, Boise State... Is a member of a Power Five conference in Pac-12 in one- wrestling. There you go. There They're you in go. the Pac-12 associate member in wrestling. Okay. Over under ninety million in endowment. Over ninety four. That is correct. Micron Technology. There you go. Boom. Okay. Number two for Jerem. We both look up the Wikipedia page <laughs> and then we quiz each other. That's what you're witnessing. True or false? You can read a good book while eating a good meal at Albertson's Library on campus at Boise State. It's true. It's true. And that, and that is correct. If you count Starbucks as eating a good meal, then yes, there is there is a Starbucks in Albertsons' library. Oh,
2: so it's about the good meal. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> What's the name of the mascot? I don't know. Bucky the Bronco. Close.
2: Buster. Oh, Buster the D- hey, Bronco. Hey, just think arrested development. Okay. Buster.
1: Buster. Yeah. Buster the Bronco. D- do you want a massage? Hey, brother. First Did we year, run out of the music? We did, but it's okay. We're, we, we're basically done. We need to make the music track longer. First year Boise State played football
2: was? Oh, the first year they played football. Give me an over-under here. Just straight up? Come on. What, what is this? Give me a, you lo- I guess yesterday a decade? you
1: said, I love Boise State. I'm going to find out how much you
2: love Boise I'm State. Not f- I'm not like a super fan. I just respect their program. That's what I mean by that. I don't know. 1958. 1996. That's the first year they ever played football? Division. They never played football before 96? Division 1. <laughs> oh, now. Nah. Oh, if you would ask Division 1, I could have guessed 96. <laughs> within 100. Yeah. Within 100. Within 100. Okay, huge range. Oh, boy. Where does Boise State rank in Forbes National University rankings? Within 100? Within 100. Oh, man. I was surprised how low they are. I'm going to go with... We need more
1: music man. 121.
2: 625. Wow.
1: Wow.
2: Boise State 625 (laughs) in Forbes National University rankings. That's terrible.
1: Fuster the Bronco is super angry with you right now for bringing that up. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> also, Middleton Barnwell is turning over in his grave, the founder of Boise Mid- State. Middleton Barnwell. That's <laughs> probably the origins of Middleton yes. City. I've that seen. is no I the family foe. there.
2: It's good to, it's
1: good to have I that love back, that, man. I love that game or whatever we segment. Random bits of awesomeness that none of you will remember. We
2: do have an action item. Um, let's see. Longer music on that part. Okay, got it.
1: (laughs) What are your bold predictions for Tanner Mangum in his first start as BYU quarterback against Boise State? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
3: You got tweets.
1: At Laser Sheep weighing in, three touchdowns, one interception, three deep balls completed. I think he'll have moments of greatness but struggle a bit. So an optimistic but, I guess – a little bit of a realistic outlook there.
2: Hmm. I've been totally distracted because I want to know what BYU is in the Forbes oh, list. Oh, my goodness. If Boise State 625, what's BYU? you 50. ready for this? Dr- drum roll, please. 50. Drum roll? No. I'll give you a drum Somebody? roll. I thought we had a sound effect. What's going on in there? 104!
1: 104! Okay, so BYU is five times the school, according to Forbes, and I trust Forbes. Trevor Maddich thinks that's awesome, the disparity right there. Between 625 and 104. There
2: you go. Yeah. Winning on and off the field. <laughs> right now. When you hear the music, they're like, this stinks. Let's go to break. <laughs> our, our producer's
1: validating the failure of this last block. Up next, the Cougar whip around. Spuddy Buddy hits the door again. This is BYU Sports Nation. stinks. <laughs> <laughs> BYU Sports Station, presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. It's a Friday, Jerem. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whiparound. Football. It's game day for
2: BYU and 20th ranked Boise State. Coverage begins tomorrow at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. The game's on ESPN 2. Also, Taysom Hill's having surgery today on his sprained Liz Frank.
1: Soccer. That darn list, Frank. BYU women's soccer ranked fifth in the country. They beat Utah State last night in the 87th minute with a busy Phillips 56-yard goal. (laughs) The karma is real. After her appearance on the show and dramatic improbable goal, are there any doubters left? Women's volleyball. Number nine women's volleyball hosts Oregon State for a pair of matches this weekend starting tonight. Live on BYU TV at 9 Eastern time. In the NFL. Good luck to the seven different Cougars in the NFL competing this weekend to open their individual seasons with the Detroit Lions, Miami Dolphins, Arizona Cardinals, New York Giants, and Kansas City Chiefs. Cougars in the CFL,
2: eh? Take off, eh? John Beck, Austin Colley, and the BC Lions, host the Ottawa Red Blacks. Sunday afternoon on Watch ESPN.
1: Men's volleyball. John Beck's getting the start. How cool is that? Yeah. The United States. at the World Cup in Japan. Taylor Sander, Russell Holmes, and Team USA Volleyball resume play tomorrow against Italia.
2: Tennis. Men's team plays today and tomorrow in the Fall Tennis Classic on campus.
1: Cougars in
3: the Association.
1: Jennifer Hampson played a season high 34 minutes for the LA Sparks, scoring 7 points, had 4 rebounds. Sparks lost by 30. (laughs) But hey, Uh, Jen played 34 minutes. There we go. Tonight, L.A. plays against the Phoenix Mercury. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to Busy Lizzie. Busy Phillips, 56-yard goal last night. Wow. Leveraging the BYU Sports Nation karma. She got busy,
2: and it was awesome because BYU needed that. Otherwise, they're going to tie with Utah State, a scoreless tie at home, and then Busy Got
1: busy and got BYU a goal. What are your bold predictions for Tanner Mangum in his first start as BYU quarterback? That is our Twitter question today. Let's go to the Twitter machine. We At Bridger Hill, BYU rushes for less than 100 yards, but running backs have 100-plus receiving yards. Interesting. We'll, we'll see. Tanner And Tanner Mangum, we trust, man. At Bryson Webster, I just expect Tanner Mangum to get the ball in the hands of our receivers who will make plays, which is exactly what he did against Nebraska. Throw it up, let them make a play. That's what I'm saying. Our elite tweet of the day from at BYU Jazz 12. He says, I'm coming to the BYU game Saturday with two broken feet. Hashtag sell it out. Well then. Get there, people. Thanks to Bob Beeler and Ray Bentley, everyone on our crew. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Check out the podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app for Jeremiah and Spencer. Shout out to Derek Bates. We're back to work on Monday, but it's game day tomorrow. Bo Hodge.